Hello and welcome once again to another episode of the Caden Eric Show podcast, uh, brought to you by Faith, Family, and Friends. So today, I'd just like to thank everybody who has listened um, to the previous episodes. This is episode number 30. I've been doing this for 30 weeks so far, uh, and it's pretty exciting. It's fun to do these shows. It's fun to sit there and look at uh, where everybody is coming from, where everybody listens to. Uh, like I said, there are... Uh, what is it now? Five countries and 64, 65 different cities. I haven't counted the states, but uh, most of the states here in the U.S. But uh, yeah, let me just get all this information pulled up here. So you've got, uh, I gotta click the right thing. <clears throat> uh, so yes, we have five countries, 65 different cities. So thank you very ever, to everybody who listens. It's it's amazing to sit there and look at all the information, look at all where everybody's downloading from. It's pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. That uh, I started this. Well, I had this idea, um, you know, a few years ago, but it just didn't seem to really materialize. And then finally, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I decided to do this podcast. Uh, so it's been thirty weeks. Uh, this is episode number thirty. So this is pretty awesome. So thank you to everybody who listens, um, and uh, please share, like, subscribe. I'm on any uh, podcast uh, platform that you could think of. Uh, that's where you will find it. Uh, please share with your friends. Uh, rate, uh, please five stars. Five stars only. Thank you very much. Uh, but you can find my other uh, information, other stories, other videos um, on Facebook, uh, X, TikTok, YouTube, and Truth Social. Uh, the Caden Eric Show on all of those. <clears throat> so today, uh, more a little bit more in Israel. The difference, uh, there's a massive difference in the rallies for the pro-Israel rallies and what I want like to call the pro-terrorist rallies. There's a big difference in the... Uh, the different rallies, or one of them is a rally, and the other was a riot. Um, so there was a big difference with that. We'll go out and go over that. And then uh, Republicans uh, just never fail to disappoint you. <laughs> never fail to disappoint you. Eight Republicans just failed to remove Secretary of the Homeland Security uh, Alejandro Mayorkas. Uh, failed. His first impeachment. Um, maybe there'll be another one, but uh, let's get to the uh, let's get to f some fun stuff. And then I've got a nice feel-good story here at the end. Uh, what some fun something just uh, happened to me yesterday, but uh, it's a good story, good feel-good story. But uh, so let's get into the sports. Um, I haven't really talked about this before, but uh, Michigan is kind of in some trouble here. Uh, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, who is their head coach, is just breaking news here on the ESPN app that will accept a three-game three suspension. I was going to say three-year. <laughs> no, not three years. Uh, from the Big Ten, and the conference will end its investigation into sign-stealing, into a sign-stealing scheme. So apparently they... Uh, maybe I did, I can't remember, but, uh, talked about this a little bit, but apparently they were involved with some sign stealing scheme, trying to, the, some coach or somebody went to like the game, the team that they were playing the week before, like, and yeah, the, anyway, <laughs> uh, got Joe Biden on the mind, but, uh, the team that they were going to play the next week, they would go to the team's game, whoever they were playing the week before and signs deal their signs and stuff but uh yeah just kind of ridiculous there is a uh uh texas's head coach steve sarkeesian who was a former BYU quarterback uh back in the 90s he was great he was an amazing quarterback he's a great coach too so uh texas is uh, i'll get into that but this is kind of his um take on the whole stupid sign stealing thing see it's not just the astros it's not just baseball so, uh, to all the Astros haters out there or whatever, it's not just the Astros. See? <laughs> so, yeah. So, here's what Steve Sarkeesian kind of had to say, and I agree with what he said. Uh, helmet radios. Uh, yes. Yes, please. 
Okay, if college Everybody football. write an article about why doesn't college football have coach-to-player communication. So I don't have to deal with sign-stealing, and, and I'm, I spend half my week you know, changing signals and signs rather than coaching the game of football. There's no shortage of money in college football, clearly. So that whole idea that, that it's a competitive disadvantage for those that, that, that can't do it or that stadiums don't aren't equipped to to have that that type of technology uh, i don't buy it every time i turn on anything late at night and we're talking about college football if not the first topic the second topic is we're talking about sign stealing and our game is way too good there's too many good stories going on right now in college football that that's at the forefront of what we're doing i would agree i mean i don't understand i mean they have millions of dollars in college football. Why can't they get the helmets like they do in the NFL? It doesn't make any sense. So I, I'm 100% there. I think that would be awesome because then they'd get rid of all those big stupid cards and then everybody's trying to steal each other's stuff. And Anyway, yeah, it's just... I agree. So uh, the, the latest college football ranking has come out for this past week and uh let's see where we where we at here so georgia jumped up one and they are number one uh Ohio state michigan fsu comes in at number four so they are still in the playoff race so i think they just have to win out they ha they don't have any more conference game nor ranked teams um they play like northern alabama or something this week and then they play florida as their last game uh washington oregon texas Alabama, Missouri, and then Louisville. So those are the top 10. Uh, yeah, so it'll be fun. Fun. Sad there's only two games left in college football, but uh, that is how it is right now. Uh, halfway through the NFL season, the Niners finally freaking won. Uh, they crushed the Jags like 34 to 3, so that was great. Um, they had, uh, so the 49ers running back, uh, Christian McCaffrey, he had a NFL tying, I think he had 17 touchdowns in a row, 17 consecutive games with a touchdown, uh, and he they were so close to number 18 uh, this Sunday, but he could not, they, Jags would not let him in. Unfortunately, so the record stops at 17, and he's, he's tied with some really amazing um, other players, if I can... Pull this up real quick. Oh, here we go. He is uh, with Lenny Moore. I do not know. don't recognize that name. Uh, John Riggins. I guess these are older guys. But then O.J. Simpson. Uh, most consecutive games with a touchdown in NFL history is Christian McCaffrey. Lenny Moore have 17. John Riggins and O.J. Simpson with 15. You know, the guy that didn't kill his wife. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I wish he would have gotten 18, but he did not. Unfortunately, um, and then BYU just got crushed again. So that's the end of that. <laughs> Texas pulled out a win, and uh, yeah. So we get into this. Let's get into this. About ten minutes of worth of sports talk. So again, if you don't like sports, apologize. But uh, it's one of my favorite things. Oh, the Astros. Speaking of MLB updates. Um, the Astros now have a manager. They have promoted one of their bench coaches, Joe Espada, to the manager managerial position. Uh, I don't know how long he's been. He's been with the Astros for a long time. So we do have a manager now, which is awesome. So let's continue the dynasty. Um, I know there's, there's big talks with Alex Bregman. Hopefully they can get him signed to a uh, big extension because, you know, he's definitely one of the core guys that has helped us win and be successful as long as as long as they have um so that's great news awesome news so hopefully joe espada will continue the greatness in houston national baseball so all right let's get into the nonsense of the week here um there was the G another gop debate um i didn't really talk about it much or at all i don't think last week um I don't know. It's just, it's just a nightmare. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, I don't know. 
There's some other guys that have dropped. Tim Scott, I think, has dropped out of the race. Um, I don't know. I, it just, there wasn't a whole lot of excitement this one around. Um, but uh, just, yeah, they had it. Um, so, that's all probably. If you want to look it up to see how it went, you can probably do that. But uh, yeah, I want to talk about some other things that uh, <clears throat> are good. So, where do we start? Do we start out with China or the Israel or the stupid Republicans that can't seem to pull their heads out of their butts? <laughs> so, let's start with the Republicans here. So, Marjorie Taylor Greene brought forth articles of impeachment for Alejandro Mayorkas, who is the um, Homeland Security Secretary, and he's done an absolute crap job uh record numbers of people pouring into the country record illegals um so she brought forth articles of impeachment but there were for whatever reason and i don't understand why but eight republicans sided with the democrats to keep him in his position and uh, just this idiotic, you know, it's just so stupid. This guy's the worst in, and let's just kind of, let's revisit some of his numbers here. So we had September in uh, illegals, Southern border encounters for the fiscal year of 2023, two, 269,735. Making, that's just September, you know, October, I think there were similar numbers. And making the total of this year 2.4, almost 2.5 million. Just this year, right? Just this year. Uh, on the terror watch list, I've made a video of this on TikTok and, uh, and I've put it on uh, my other thing, my other social medias. Uh, the terror watch list encounters at the southern border, uh, and northern borders. Uh, fiscal year 19 and 20, there were a total of six in those two years. Uh, and then magically, when Biden gets into office in 2021, that number goes to 16, which that was the number that brought down the Twin Towers and uh, did 9-11 was 16. Uh, fiscal year 22, so that was last year of nine, 98. Uh, and then fiscal year of this year, 172 when I first got these numbers and it has gone up since then. So this guy has done an absolute horrendous job at securing our border. But, uh, if you talk to anybody in the administration, uh, the demented booped his pants in administration, uh, here's a little montage of what they're having to say about the border, right? Because they're, you know, obviously they're going to be like, yeah, the border is secure. The border is secure. So let's just, let's just let them kind of say it. Shall we? It is my testimony that the border is secure. We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border. We have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane. The border is closed. We agree that uh, the border is secure. We're executing a comprehensive strategy to secure our borders. One of our highest priorities is to ensure that we have a secure border. And that is what we are doing. The border is secure <laughs> the border is secure um so here's here's a little bit more of alejandro mayorkas cannot overemphasize that our current situation is the outcome of congress leaving a broken outdated immigration system in place for over two decades despite unanimous agreement that we desperately need legislative reform it is also the result of Congress's decision not to provide us with the resources we need and that we requested. The lifting of the Title 42 public health order does not mean our border is open. 
Sure, they're going to give them all, you know, all kinds of money, cell phones, uh, hotels. You know, they'll take over hotels in New York City and other places and house them. And then uh, when they actually build camps or, or refugee areas for these people, they don't like it. And then they want to go back to the hotels because, you know, it's it's cold. It's cold out there in the, in the north there. It's cold, so they don't want to be outside. So, yeah, that's the guy. That's the dude right there that uh, is in charge of our homeland security. <laughs> Even though since him and his demented boss have been in the administration and been in our presidency, 10 million people have crossed our border. <clears throat> but don't worry about that. They've got the border. The border is secure. Uh, and him talking about resources. Yeah, they had resources. They have pieces of wall that uh, are just sitting out there rusting in the desert and then they sell them off the pieces to I guess whoever wants them I don't know why you'd want a huge wall fence but maybe they repurpose it and make a nice sculpture out of it maybe you know because around here around where I live they all of a sudden the city uh, here there was all kinds of random sculptures put out you know it, it's just junk that's made into animal sculptures like They've got uh, like old baseball bats into like a uh, rooster. They've got, uh, I don't know, like mailboxes into a turtle. They've got all kinds of weird uh, just junk and they made it into uh, statues and things that just turn with the wind. And I don't know, I think they look ugly. I don't really particularly like them. So maybe that's what they're doing with the old pieces of wall is they're just uh, making little sculptures out of it, you know, some of this modern art crap. Um, but this is what Marjorie Taylor Greene said. And then I'll go over the list of the eight Republicans that voted uh, to keep this doofus face in his current position. I hope so. Let's get rid of this guy. <clears throat> so the list of Republicans, if this guy is, uh, I think they're all, oh, there is a, there's a woman. But uh, if these gentlemen and lady are in, is uh, over your area, give them a call. So you've got uh, Ken Buck, a representative from Colorado, Daryl Issa from California, Tom McClintock from California, Patrick McHenry, McHenry, not, you know, not the great patriot, but uh, not Patrick Henry, not that guy, uh, but Patrick McHenry uh, from North Carolina, John uh, Duarte from California, Virginia Fox from North Carolina, Cliff Bentz from Oregon, and Mike Turner from Ohio. Are the eight Republicans that voted with the Democrats to get, keep have you know have Senator or Senator Secretary Mayorkas to keep his job? So if they are your representative, please give them a call and ask them why. And uh, I'd like to hear their wonderful answers as to why they decided to do that. So he decided he's getting to keep his job. So that's awesome. Even though there's been 10 million people come across our border. And close to 200 on the terror watch list. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Just, just lovely. This administration. Is that over yet? <laughs> we still have a year. <laughs> we have a year left with this guy. And then he wants another four. I don't think we're going to survive if he has another four. So please get out and vote. Please get out and vote this guy the heck out of office that'd be great that'd be awesome so let's move to san francisco uh and uh on our trip around the world or around the country here i guess it's around the world so we'll talk about israel but uh san francisco used to be a great beautiful city uh one of the jewels of the west uh i've said this before uh i have 
My family is from there. My mom was born in the San Francisco area. And uh, she grew up there. Uh, you know, my grandparents lived there, obviously, with uh, my uncles, great-grandparents, great-uncles. So, yeah, I have ties to San Francisco. And then, of course, you know, that's the reason I like the 49ers is because, you know, they were there. And my grandpa was a 49er fan. So I just, you know, in the 90s, I gravitated towards that and uh, the 49ers. So, and I've kind of followed the, the Giants a little bit. More so, more because of, I have a friend who's a big Giants fan and I'm just a baseball fan. I would love to go to Oracle Park. It is a beautiful looking park, but uh, that's not the point. <laughs> Um, but San Francisco has, if you've seen any videos of San Francisco, it has become a total and utter crap hole. There is an app or was an app out there where you could report literal feces on the ground. And it got so bad that the areas of San Francisco were black on the app because of all the feces that were everywhere. You, I mean, there were homeless, there was drugs. I mean, you can't. People just don't even roll up their windows. They leave their windows down uh, in their cars. And, you know, the back windows and windshields are still broken. It doesn't matter. You know, they'll leave notes on their car saying there's nothing in the cars. Uh, and they still break the windows. And, you know, I don't know. What do they do with the, you know, they try to break in and steal whatever they can. That's San Francisco uh, today. Right. So there's this big meeting uh, with Xi Jinping um, and uh, Biden. And then I think Turdeau, Turdeau, the Canadian Prime Minister, his doofus face came down to, I believe. Um, and, uh, they, you know, they went to San Francisco. I don't know why they picked San Francisco. Apparently, you know, Gavin Newsom, the despicable governor of California. I apologize if you live in California and he's your governor, but uh, vote him out, please. That would be great. Fire him from his job. But uh, so they decided to uh, clean up San Francisco because uh, Xi Jinping, the, pre the president or whatever his title is called, from China was coming to visit. So what do you do? You, you clean up the poop for the Chinese. You don't clean up the poop because of uh, Americans are living there. You don't clean up the city because uh, Americans want to visit. You know, I would love to go see San Francisco. Uh, I would love to go visit San Francisco. In fact, my wife's uncle lives around the San Francisco area. And, uh, you know, I'd love to go visit. I'd love to go see where my mom was born. Um, uh, in my church, there's a big temple there that I would love to go see. Uh, you know, I'd just love to see San Francisco. I think it'd be, I think it'd be fun. But uh, they don't clean it up for that. They don't clean it up for the people that live there. They don't clean it up or help the people that are there. No, what do they do? They clean it up for the uh, the communist leader from China that's uh, that's coming over to visit. Um, and uh, Gavin Newsom, the despicable little weasel that he is, he gave the reason for uh, the cleanup. Folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true because it's true. But it's also true for months and months and months prior to APEC, We've been having different conversations, <laughs> and we've raised the bar of expectation oh. between the city, the county, and the state. <laughs> <laughs> He's raised the bar, man. He has raised the bar. They've had conversations for months and months and months now. Yeah. So what about the years prior to the months and months? <clears throat> where you allowed that once beautiful city to go completely to rot. What 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 was stopping you then? But uh <clears throat> so yeah, G came and he's the same guy that uh uh Biden has spent uh, a whole bunch of time with and I don't know why this is a big deal for him, but uh uh let me pull this up here just a minute. This wonderful quote that has uh, been debunked was over the summer, I believe, I can't remember if it was this year or last year, but anyway, he's sitting there talking about uh, his his traveling with Xi Jinping, and uh, 
Uh, remember this this great quote here. If you don't, uh, welcome to the quote. It has uh, <laughs> it's been used by the right for quite a while now. But I just listen to President poop his pants real quick. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi Jinping. <laughs> so that was the part. The foot, 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 foot. Traveling with him, and that's traveled 17,000 miles on his vice president. I don't know that for a fact. America no. is a nation. So he doesn't know for a fact. So I was, you know, that was, that was one of the times he uh, repeated, he said it. And uh, so here's another time. I spent more time with Xi Jinping than any world, than any world leader has. 16 hours alone with just he and I and an interpreter. Travel 17,000 miles of them here and in China. On the Tibetan plateau, he turned to me and he asked me, he said, can you define America for me? And I was dead earnest. I said, yes. In one word, possibilities. We in America believe anything's possible if we try it. Anything we do together, we can get done. I spent more there time with Xi Jinping. You got the angry old man coming out, too. <laughs> so he got it out. So the first time, you know, he was like, uh, what, was in the, what is the American define in one word? Uh, it's in the, 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 the Tibetan Plateau. But uh, apparently it's possibilities. He told <clears throat> Xi as they traveled 17, 18, 19, 100,000 miles around the globe. Which, uh, he doesn't know if that's true or not, so it's probably a lie. So, yeah, so that's the guy that, uh, he has spent all this amazing time. And, uh, if you've seen videos of it, San Francisco, looked it looked like China, to be honest. It looked like China. There was, like, maybe one little American flag in this sh uh, particular shot that I ha had seen. Uh, the other flags were all, there was a big, huge Chinese flag, and then there was a whole bunch of other Chinese flags, uh, but, uh, yeah, not an American flag though, except for maybe a little one that I saw. There might be a little one, but, uh, yeah, just Chinese flags everywhere. Welcoming in, you know, <laughs> the blackmailer, uh, and, uh, probably Biden's boss. Um, gee, so that's great. Good job there, San Francisco. Um, just you know, it's just pathetic that they sit there. They clean up the city for this guy to come in, but uh, for Americans to come in and uh, want to visit or see or just who live there, no, no, then I'm not gonna clean that up for you. And there's a guy that uh, this wasn't because of the stupid APEC thing coming into San Francisco, but uh, this is, I think from some time ago, and uh, he was asking the same questions. dictator presidents uh and uh, over um, american citizens as uh, that's what they're famous for uh at least this administration at least the democrats who are in congress uh yeah they'll put america last uh, america last with them but good but you know san francisco got cleaned up and i guarantee once this apec thing's over oh it'll go back right to where it was and then they won't care they will not Hair one bit. Um, 
So another thing that I want to get to today is, uh, if you ever noticed, um, there's a stark contrast between the rallies, uh, like I mentioned earlier, that uh, there's a difference between the pro-Israel rallies and then the pro-Palestinian or pro-Hamas, pro-terrorist rallies around the country and around the world. Uh, I mentioned last week that uh, there was a uh, pro-Palestinian rally in Washington, D.C., where they drew tons of people, unfortunately. And then they tried to break down the White House fence. They tried to break down the White House fence. I actually had a friend uh, who was in New York City. That You know, there was riots and rallies. If you want to call them a rally, I call them riots. And uh, New York City, and there's videos around where they're trying to break into Grand Central Station... They're trying to kick down the doors that uh, if you actually look at the door and you pay attention, there's a handle on there and you pull it. <laughs> so they're not too bright, these guys, these people that are pro-Palestinian. They're not too bright. But uh, yeah, there's a handle where you pull the door open and they're trying to kick it in. But I don't know. Just They just want to destroy. And uh, so they happen to be there. It was, uh, a couple of a friend of mine, uh, friends of mine that were in New York City. Uh, they, I guess they avoided all the uh, death and destruction. But, uh, yeah, she's like, yeah, it didn't really affect us. We, You know, they're traveling there for, for, for fun. But uh, the rallies for these pro-Palestinians always end up in violence and even death. Um there were there was the guy that was assaulted by a pro-Palestinian with a megaphone. He was an elderly gentleman. Um, he was Jewish, and he got hit in the head. Uh, then subsequently hit his head again on the concrete or on the floor or on the uh, street, and he ended up dying because of it. So I have never seen. Anything to the extent that that's that going on with these pro-Palestinian riots um, for Israel. Now this week, and I wish I could have gone there. Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish I could have gone to D.C. this week and stood in the crowd. of. It was estimated about 300,000 people were in D.C. They, there was no destruction. There was no vandalism. There was no death. There was no anything that is associated with all of these other Palestinian rallies. There was none of it. And there's none in any of the other ones either that I have ever seen. There's no pro-Israel rally where there is destruction, where they're defacing monuments, where they uh, graffiti, where they destroy things. Uh, and the ones that, you know, there's another one in New York City where they decided to rip down the American flag and then put up the Palestinian flag. You know, they threw that flag, you know, they threw the American flag on the ground and then they subsequently put in the Palestinian flag. But, uh, let's just have you listen a little bit to the, uh, pro-Israel rally this week in DC. Uh, and if you, if you did go there, please let me know how it was, um, Kate never showing any any of the socials that, that are out there. Uh, please let me know how it was. I really would like to know because um, I, uh, I wish so bad I was up there and I could participate. Um, but uh, jobs and other responsibilities. You know, I had to be here in Texas. But uh, so let's go. I want to just listen to the crowd for that um, for just a minute.
So that's a bunch of <clears throat> people, and they are singing what is called the hat vaca hat. I'm gonna butcher this, and I apologize. Hat ikva. <laughs> Sorry, uh, apologize for the pr pronunciation of that, but uh, um, what that is, um, I don't want the lyrics for that because uh, I had to look this up because um, I was not quite sure. Uh, it's the national anthem for the state of Israel. So, uh, and maybe it'll show me how to pronounce this thing. Uh, anyway, but so you know they're singing songs. There, there's no screaming. There's no yelling. I mean, there was prayers. Um, it was a great, it, was, it looked like a really amazing, beautiful rally there in uh, Washington, D.C. Um, if you have been there, please let me know. I would love to have gone uh, if you've experienced that. But uh, so there's, uh, yeah, there, I mean, there's just a huge stark difference between the pro-Palestinian rallies and the pro-Israeli rallies. Because the Palestinian rallies also seem to have like this, like I said, they were ripping down American flags. But this anti-American, anti-Israel rhetoric to it as well. It's not just about, you know, freeing, you know, from the river to the sea crap. Um, there's just this hatred of America, hatred of Israel, hatred of the West, hatred of all of it. And you just think like, all right, then what are you doing in here in the Western cities and countries like what are you doing here in america if you hate it what are you doing in the european countries if you hate what their values are <laughs> i don't understand it. it it doesn't make any sense to to me at all um but uh yeah just it's just there's a, it's a huge stark difference between the the two different rallies and just it's kind of really, really sad that there are tons, and it's like the Ivy League schools, they just sit there and embrace this crap. Um, it's just awful. Just awful. There's one thing, another thing from Bill Maher, I think I've been playing him for quite a bit these last few weeks, but uh, there's one thing I'd like to point out, and if, if I've played this before, I do apologize, but uh, I like to kind of let you know what he has to say and just the hypocrisy of those that blame Israel. Uh, but here's what he had to say. Refer to Israel as an outpost of Western civilization like it's a bad thing. Please note, Western civilization is what gave the world pretty much every goddamn liberal precept that liberals are supposed to ignore. Individual liberty, scientific inquiry, rule of law, religious freedom, women's rights, human rights, democracy, trial by jury, freedom of speech. Please, somebody stop us before we enlighten again. And since one can find all these concepts in today's Israel and virtually nowhere else in the Middle East, if anything, the world would be a better place if it had more Israels. Of course, this message falls on deaf ears to the current crop who reduce everything to being only victims or victimizers, so Israel is lumped in as the toxic fruit of the victimizing West. The irony being that all marginalized people live better today because of Western ideals, not in spite of them. Mark? Thank you. Thank you very much. essay civil disobedience to help shape the civil rights movement. The UN's Universal Declaration of Human Rights owes its core to Rousseau and Voltaire. Cleisthenes never showed up for a sexual harassment seminar. But without him, there's no democracy. The cop who murdered George Floyd got 21 years for violating his Fourth Amendment rights, an idea we got directly from John Locke. No one in college would ever study anymore because he's so old and so white and so dead. So Western. Yes, that's how simple the woke are. It's never about ideas. 
If it was, would they be cheering on Hamas for their liberation? Liberation? And to what? More freely preside over a country where there are no laws against sexual harassment, spousal rape, domestic violence, homophobia, honor killings, or child marriage? This is who liberals think you should stand with? Women there should be so lucky as to get colonized by anybody else. And for the record, the Jews didn't colonize Israel or anywhere ever except maybe Boca Raton. <laughs> wasn't seized by Israel like India or Kenya was by the British Empire and the partitioning of the region wasn't decided by Jews but by a vote of the United Nations in 1947 with everyone from Russia to Haiti voting for it. But apparently they don't teach this at drag queen story hour anymore. Now, it is true that for too long we didn't study enough Asian or African or Latin American history. But part of the reason for that is, frankly, there's not as much to study. Colleges replaced courses in Western civ. Ooh. You're old, dead white men, am I right? They replaced that with world civilization classes, which is fine in theory, but what it meant in practice is you read queer poetry of the African diaspora instead of Shakespeare. And I'm sure there's value in both. But as usual, America only ever overcorrects. And so we're at this place now where the words Western Civ became kind of a shorthand for white people ruined everything. But they didn't ruin everything. No, they didn't live up to their own ideals for far too long and committed atrocities. But people back then were all atrocious. Not just the white ones, depending on who had the power. But it was the Western Enlightenment that gave rise to the notion that the law of the jungle should be curbed. Henry David Thoreau, John Stuart Mill, Ralph Waldo Emerson, John Jacques Rousseau, three named dudes. It's all about three named dudes. Three named dudes like that were the OG social justice warriors. The ideas that came through Athens, Rome, London, Paris, and yes, Philadelphia, are what make life good for most people in free societies today. Thank you. The individuals, <clears throat> and even the powers that be must submit to the rule of law. That punishment should not be cruel and unusual. That the accused get pe people get a trial. That there is such a thing as a war crime. Why is it that every other culture gets a pass, but the West is exclusively the sum of the worst things it's ever done? You think only white people colonized? <laughs> Historians estimate that the very non-Western Mr. Genghis Khan <laughs> killed 40 million people, and that was in the 13th century. He single-handedly may have reduced the world's population by 11%. On the other hand, he kind of made up for it. Because he was such a prolific colonizer of vaginas that today an estimated 16 million people are his direct descendants. So stop saying Western civilization like it's a contradiction in terms. It's not. You're thinking of moderate Republicans. Well, I mean... He's right. Without the West, without Western ideologies, without Western culture, uh, the world would not be a free and safer space. Um, just, but let's blame the West. Let's continue to blame the West. Blame white people for all the atrocities ever committed on the planet Earth, ever. <clears throat> So, yeah. One last thing, one last thing that I wanted to get to that I forgot to get to a little bit uh, with the sports thing is the uh, Golden Knights, the Las Vegas Golden Knights went to this little funny, funny story. 
went to the White House, as all professional teams do that win their respective championships, like the Astros went uh, this year to visit the White House and visit President Pooped His Pants. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, they gave him a jersey, uh, which I did not like because he didn't earn any of that crap. Um, but so the Las Vegas Knights, uh, which is hockey, which is the NHL, they won the Stanley Cup. They beat the Dallas Stars uh, uh, this past season and won the Stanley Cup. And they came to visit the White House. And uh, so President Biden and his brilliance and his uh majesty was sitting there talking to them about the eagles and how they need don't need you know they shouldn't beat the eagles uh when they play them the only problem with that is is the you know because his wife's apparently from philadelphia so he was talking about the philadelphia eagles uh from to my knowledge there is not an eagles hockey team um in the NHL. So yeah, he's sitting there talking to the Golden Knights who play hockey, uh, telling them, please don't beat the Philadelphia Eagles who play football. So, <clears throat> but that's our president. That's our president who's out there talking with uh, Xi Jinping on the Tibetan plateau. Um, Apparently, he thought he was uh, Brad Pitt in the movie Seven Years in Tibet. Uh, apparently, that's who where he thought. So maybe he traveled 17,000 miles in his demented old brain. But, uh, yeah, so they they visited the White House. And, uh, yeah, he told them, please don't beat the Eagles. Because he'll have to hear about it from his wife. Who played football. And the Vegas Knights play hockey. <laughs> But uh, is that ever reported in the news? Oh, you know, if Trump had said something like that, you know, it would be everywhere. So funny little story there at the end. And then a nice story. Um, so yesterday, I wanted to get to this. Uh, yesterday, um, I had a bit of a long work day. And uh, I had to get up early this morning because I had to take a patient into for uh, for surgery, so I had to pick him up and take him to to the hospital. Uh, so I had to get up at uh, you know really very pretty early, about four thirty this morning. <clears throat> and uh, usually for breakfast, I make smoothies, right? I put the ice in, and I put the yogurt in, and I put the protein powder and a banana, and then some milk and. You know, blend that all up. And I was like, you know, no, people aren't, you know, my wife and my stepson aren't going to appreciate the blender going at 4.30 in the morning. So I went to the to Walmart just to pick up some protein bars and uh, some Pop-Tarts. I don't know why I've had this, like, craving for Pop-Tarts, but I have. And so I went to go pick those up. Um, I had picked up um, a prescription from a pharmacy, uh, you know, before I went to Walmart. And they had told me that I had, you know, they put the card, my card, my credit card in the little bag that they, has the medicine. And so then when I went to Walmart, I had forgotten that part. <laughs> I'd forgotten that my card, uh, one of my cards was in the medicine bag uh, in the car. And so I proceeded to get to the checkout and I look in my wallet and my car, my credit card isn't there. And I panicked. I'm sitting there thinking, what the crap happened? I'm like, did I buy something and then just leave my credit card? And so I was sitting there kind of panicking. And I told the cashier lady, I was like, I'm sorry, I don't have my credit card. I'm going to have to go find out what happened to it because I've lost my credit card. And there was a gentleman walking past. I don't know his name. Um, but if you do, if he, if for happen chance he listens to the show or you know who this gentleman is, I did shake his hand. He did. <laughs> Not that I don't, we don't have, you know, I don't have, it was like 10 bucks. Uh, not that I don't have the 10 bucks to buy the stupid protein bars and the Pop-Tarts. But he decided to pay for it. And, you know, I told him he didn't, well, he didn't have to do it, but he, he did. He said, no, it was 10 bucks. And so he subsequently paid it. And I walked, you know, I take the bag. And the, the cashier, she was like, see, there are still good people here in the world today. And, you know, I do believe that's true. I believe that there are still good people in the world today 
um, just like this this man here in Walmart in Keller, Texas. Um, if you if he finds this show and he, he you know he's the one that paid it, uh, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Um, I just was tired yesterday and I did not. I totally forgot that my credit card was sitting in the stupid medicine bag in my car. So if something like that happens, to please pay it forward. Um, and you know, same, I, I'm preaching to the choir here for me. Um, but there are still good people. There are still good people in this world. The proof is, uh, with the rallies out there that are peaceful, that are not violent, that are not destructive. Uh, there are good people out there, um, in the world and it is not dark and dreary um because i do believe there is a balance there is definitely a balance um there's there might be seem like there's more evil just based on the news and and whatnot but there are still good things and good people out there um uh, they're just not loud and vocal they do things quietly they do things you know, not for praise or anything like that, but they do. There are good things or good people still out there. And with that, I hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, remember to like, subscribe, follow, and share. Please rate this, the show. I apologize for that. My stupid computer decides to wants to update. But uh, yeah, so next week is Thanksgiving here in the United States. So I'm trying to figure out if I should do the episode Wednesday or Friday because Thanksgiving is this Thursday. So I probably will not be doing the show on Thursday. So maybe I'll do it earlier in the week. Um, yeah, probably do it like Wednesday or something like that. So hopefully you have a great weekend. Hopefully you have a great week next week. Um, and please, if you want some other content, uh, go to any of my socials here. Uh, Facebook, uh, X or Twitter, I guess, <laughs> TikTok, YouTube, and True Social, the Cade Nurk Show, wherever, and then obviously wherever you listen to your podcast, please like, subscribe, follow, and share, rate, all that good stuff. So thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for everything. It really means a lot. It's really exciting to see all the different cities, all the different countries where the show is being picked up on so thank you very much have a great weekend and i will talk with you next week bye, -bye.